0: Welcome to the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show and welcome. Uh, Today, I am very excited to discuss the new film, The Tragedy of Macbeth, starring Denzel Washington and Francis McDormand, which is an adaptation, of course, of the Shakespeare play. So I'm looking forward to that. But before we get to the review, uh, as always, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. Again, this is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. My name is Frank. I'm the host of the show. This is a movie podcast where I discuss and review movies new and old. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Uh, It is on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, CastBox, Podbean, and Amazon Music. You can also watch the podcast on YouTube, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear Podcast. You can also watch it on the show's Facebook page, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear. Uh, The show is also available to watch on Twitter. The handle there is at bend your ear pod. And if you're watching live as I record, uh, you can uh, also watch it on Twitch. That is uh, available there. Um, the handle is also at bend your ear pod. Now, of course, if you want to download episodes at your convenience at any time, if you do not use a podcasting app, you can always go to the website. The website for the show is let me Every episode is available there to download, to listen to at your leisure. I would ask a couple of things if you are a regular listener to the show. uh, Again, thank you for being a listener. I really appreciate it. Uh, If you want to uh, help the show get a bigger audience, whatever podcasting app you use to listen to it, if you can rate and review, uh, five stars, hopefully, if you enjoyed the show. Uh, If you can give it a rate and review, that would be extremely helpful. The more ratings and reviews that a show receives, on any particular podcasting platform, the higher it goes in search results. Uh, so if you could do that, I'd appreciate it. The other thing I would ask, if you uh, see me on social media, I usually uh, am on Twitter a lot and I uh, interact there a lot. If you can like and share uh, my posts regarding new episodes or even previous episodes, I'd appreciate that as well. That's another quick and easy way you can help an independent podcaster like myself obtain a bigger audience because obviously that's always the goal. So if you could do that, i really appreciate it. If you want to email the show, the show email is bend your ear podcast at gmail.com and if you can like the Facebook page that would be great and if you could subscribe to the YouTube channel I would appreciate that as well all right so today we're going to be I'm going to be discussing and reviewing the tragedy of Macbeth so this movie is unique in kind of a lot of ways even though it is a Shakespearean adaptation of Macbeth so obviously that part of it's not new but what's kind of unique about this particular film is it's written and directed by Joel Cohen. So, obviously, if you are a film buff, you know that name. He is one half of the Cohen Brothers filmmaking duo. So, as far as I'm concerned, the Cohen Brothers are some of the most innovative, creative filmmakers in the history of film. Uh, as far as my personal take on their movies, I'm a big, big fan of their earlier work. Uh, to be completely transparent, I haven't seen a lot of their later work. I think the last film I've seen of theirs, It recently would have been No Country for Old Men, which is, again, you know, 11, 12 years old. But I am a big fan, especially of their first three films, which is uh, which was Blood Simple, Raising Arizona and Miller's Crossing, which I have reviewed Miller's Crossing uh, on episode 31 of this podcast. So if you want to go back to that, that is one of my favorite Coen Brothers movies. It's probably up there. The two favorite Coen Brothers movies that I have is that I love is Fargo. And Miller's Crossing, so that's one and one A. Now again, Barton Fink is great. Raising Arizona is great, and I'll start. I'll get to those reviews in the podcast at some point in the future. I'll go get deep, more deeper into the Cohen brothers. But again, this is the first time that one of the brothers has directed a film by himself. So Joel Cohen actually directed the tragedy of Macbeth on his own. Uh, he wrote and directed this uh, adaptation of the Shakespeare play. So that's very unique, in as well, and uh, stars Denzel Washington. And I'm going to get to the cast in a minute. Denzel Washington, uh, obviously a trained theater actor. He's done a lot of theater. Obviously, he wrote and directed the uh, adaptation of Fences, which is a play from back in the 80s, where if I remember, I didn't see the play, but I know James Earl Jones played the the Denzel Washington part back in the 80s and the Broadway version of Fences. So obviously, he's very familiar with the theater. Uh, I've seen him actually in another Shakespeare adaptation, which is Much Ado About Nothing, that came out in the 90s that was uh, directed by uh, Kenneth Branagh. So I've seen him do Shakespeare before. And then Frances McDormand plays Lady Macbeth. Obviously, you know her. Uh, she just won an Oscar for Land. You know, of course, Fargo, which I just mentioned, but she won another Academy Award, which is probably my favorite performance of hers anyway, other than uh, Almost Famous, where she plays uh, the main character's mom. Uh, she's great in that movie. It's a smaller role, but she's great in there as well. She's always really good. So the cast I want to get into, because obviously with a Shakespeare play, there's a, there's a lot of people in a lot of these plays. So I'm going to give them their due. So obviously you have Denzel Washington and Francis McDermott. You have Alice Alex Haskell Hassel as Ross, um uh, uh Bertie Carvel as Banquo, as Banquo, excuse me, Corey Hawkins as Macduff, Henry Mellon as Malcolm and it was funny as I was, I was watching the movie I'm like god, he looks familiar. Malcolm looks familiar. And then I remembered he is from Harry Potter. He is the he was heavier when he was in the movie, the 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 the, the brother that tortured Harry Potter. But he's in this film as well, and I could tell by his face, he's fantastic. Uh, you have Catherine Hunter as the witches. You have Brendan Gleason as King Duncan, Miles Anderson as Lennox, and uh, Moses Ingram as Lady Macduff. Uh, Stephen Root, who's always great, he's in this movie literally for five minutes, and and of course is is hilarious and just you know he's just great in whatever he does. So, like I said, a very good cast. And again, the film was written and directed by Joel Cohen. And the cinematography is by Bruno Del Bonnell, which I'll be talking about more in detail. And uh, the set design was by Leah Greenblatt. So one thing I want to get into before I get into the movie itself, the, the one thing I want to s- stay about Shakespeare. So it's been a very long time since I've watched the Shakespeare adaptation. Like I said, I saw Much Ado About Nothing. And uh, the thing I will say, which is great about this movie, I was concerned even before I watched it because obviously, if you're not an aficionado of William Shakespeare, you don't read a lot of his plays. You're not exposed to that theater experience. So obviously, uh, the beautiful language sometimes can be hard to understand, just you know with the iambic pentameter and the and the way that they speak it. and the it, it can be it can be um, daunting and intimidating if you're not uh, familiar with his work or reading his writings or just are familiar with that world of writing and that style of speaking when these when these roles are acted out. One of the great things about this film is I think you, it is, it is not as daunting. I think that the way here's the way I put it for myself and here's my honest assessment of it. So the first 10, it's kind of almost when you listen, watch a movie with, with, with characters, with, with dialects that are very heavy, they're still speaking English, but the dialects heavy. But here. It just, it's a matter of getting into the flow of what they're saying and the visuals are so great in this movie. They'll, they'll help you along at the beginning to get into the story. And then once you're, you're, you're used to the language and how they're speaking it, it's not that big a deal. Like I said, of course, there'll be some phrases in and out that maybe are, are you know, symbolic in a way that maybe you don't catch, but it's nothing that detracts from the plot of the film because at the end of the day, what's so great about Shakespeare and a lot of his plays is take away the language and the, and the I mean, not that the writing is not beautiful, but it, it's, the, the stories are simple. And I mean that in the sense that it's telling a very straightforward story and once you catch that main story, you're you're gonna be fine. And when you watch this movie, it, you'll you'll be fine. It's like I said within 10, 15 minutes, you're you're good to go. The movie is an hour and 45 minutes. And let me tell you something, and this is always my my barometer for my enjoyment of a movie, it went by quick. Um, like I said, I think another thing if people are not used to Shakespeare, uh, they may say, Oh, this is gonna seem long because I can't understand this movie is is lean and it's taut and it's great. And what makes it move quickly is of course the, the, the the top rate acting from top to bottom is fantastic. And I'll get into, like I said, I'll get into the more of the cast, but I want to kind of get into the technical stuff. So the movie shot in black and white, if you've seen any of the stills or any of the commercials, it's shot in beautiful black and white, which has become a uh, kind of a trend lately uh, with movies um, with Roma and Mank and, and pictures like that. They, 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 and it's beautifully used here, and, and cinematography uh, is. When I was watching it, it kind of reminded me of a couple of movies, right off the top of my head, uh, so like German expressionist filmmaking, Fritz Lang. If you've seen M, uh, like, and the other the other movie actually reminded me of a lot, which was ironic was um, the Orson Welles film, The Trial, his uh, his adaptation of the Kafka book with Anthony Perkins, which is which is a very with any of Orson Welles' films, you know, beautiful cinematography, kind of expressionistic uh, uh, looks of the film. And and, and I kind of just remembered that, too. And I know Orson Welles actually did a version of Macbeth in 1948. I haven't seen that Orson Welles film. I'm a huge fan of Welles, but I, that's one of the movies I have not seen. So after watching this one, I may go back and revisit or at least watch that and maybe review that to compare and contrast to this version of Macbeth. But the cinematography is beautiful. It, there's Like I said, it's it was all shot. All of it was shot on sound stages, so none of it was shot uh, outside. So, it, But they make it look like it was, but it gives it a certain kind of aesthetic that I think assists in the, in the film. So it's beautiful to look at. Uh, the black and white photography is striking. And like I said, the acting uh, is phenomenal. You know, Denzel Washington always is fantastic. So him being great doesn't surprise me. And Frances McDermott is good as well. I think Denzel Washington is a stronger one of the two, but Frances McDermott acquits herself quite well. And I think she's she's great as well. Usually when I do these reviews of the film, I always pick uh, a performance. I'm going to hold off on that because I there's so many good performances here. I'm going to kind of list them later. So if you've never read Macbeth and you don't know anything about the play, let me give you at least a synopsis of what the story is about. So Denzel Washington plays Macbeth, who is uh, a warrior. As the movie opens, he has just come back from battle uh, with his compatriot Banquo. Uh, They've successfully defeated an attack on scotland and uh the king um gives them you know his uh his his approval and and saying how great they battled uh before he meets the king though banquo and macbeth are visited by three witches and they're all played actually by the same actress catherine hunter who's phenomenal the physical things that she does with the part the voice inflection is is fantastic. Uh, I've never seen her before. I looked her up. I think she was in one of the Harry Potter films, but I don't remember her. Uh, but she's fantastic is as, as, as playing all three sisters or witches in this film. and they prophesied to, to Macbeth that he's going to become the King of Scotland. So he comes back. the king, you know reward says, you know you did a great job. Thank you for fighting this great battle. So of course, Macbeth is thinking some things are going to happen. And in that meeting with the king and with Banquo there, the uh, the king announces that his son, Malcolm, will be the heir to the throne. So, of course, this sets Macbeth into a fit of anger. and uh, And he goes back to see his wife and tells her what happened, what's going on. So his wife, Lady Macbeth, concocts a plan for Macbeth to kill the king so he can assume the throne. So, of course, Macbeth is like, I'm not doing that. There's no way I'm doing that. So she basically questions his manhood and says, are you not mad enough to do this? Do you want to be the king or not? So he he uh, he go he, um, he commits to killing the king. He does so. He murders him while the king is staying at his house. And then, of course, that sets the movie in motion. Now, when the three witches visit Macbeth and Banquo, there were two predictions that they actually made. One, that, that Macbeth would become king. But to Banquo, they also told him that He would never become king, but he would be the father to a line of kings that would succeed him. So he would not be king, but his children, grandchildren will be a line of kings, which uh, which, of course, he listens to once Macbeth, once Macbeth murders Duncan and the investigation is trying to go underway. Obviously, they 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 set it up where the two people that were attending to the king, Lady Macbeth frames him by putting the bloody daggers in the room. And to make it appear that they murdered Duncan, and then of course they are not dead. Macbeth slays them, and then tells everyone, "Hey, I killed them because I was so angry that they killed the king." And then that's kind of how they try to knead it up. So Banquo uh, is obviously suspicious. He's like, "Wait a minute!" You know, the witches told us one thing, and and then what happens is, and this is where the story is very simple. Uh, it sets, like you've seen a lot of these tragedies, it sets wheels in motion. And things just progressively get worse. So as the movie progresses, Macbeth—it's—it's uh, it's the old cliche, "Heavy is the head that wears the crown." And as the as Macbeth assumes the throne, he realizes that he's got to continue to cover up what's happened. Uh, there's a break in Scotland. Some people are are for Macbeth. Some people are not. He becomes more paranoid. Uh, he he gets to the point where he sends someone to kill. Banquo because he knows that Banquo's kids will be king and he sees that as a threat and it's kind of a downward spiral and that's really the, the the essence of this movie and that's what it's about so you see the consequences of the decisions that he makes and how that uh destroys everything around him uh so that's a that's a pretty basic synopsis of it so again the movie Moves very briskly. It's very well done, and like I said, even like I said myself, going into it, uh, like I said, I hadn't seen a Shakespeare adaptation in, in years, so you never know how it's going to go. And I didn't know the length of the film until I started it because I didn't know is is this going to be? Because obviously the trend with movies now is to be longer, uh, with with some notable exceptions. But it's something like this, you know, with the play that you can edit in and around. You know, I thought it, I thought for sure it's going to be an over two hour movie. It's an hour and forty five minutes, and I think the decisions to make it that length is perfect. Like I said, the movie. Moves very quickly, and like I said, don't let the language intimidate you. Like i like I said, within ten minutes, you're already going to get into the flow, and and visually, the story is told so well that, like I said, I don't think it's going to be an impediment at all. If you have any kind of misgivings about watching the film because of being Shakespearean language and and how they speak, so I wouldn't even let that be a concern at all. But again, uh, fantastic cast, uh, of course, led by Denzel Washington. Uh, He's phenomenal as always. Like I said, Francis McDermott is good as well. I think of the two of them, I think his performance is a little bit stronger. But not to criticize uh, Francis McDermott, I thought she was good. Uh, uh, Now, again, picking a favorite performance is tough. I know I mentioned Steven Root uh, playing... Uh, the Porter, he's got a five minute scene. I don't even think it's that long, actually. I'm probably getting too much credit, but it's just he's fantastic because uh, he's always great. But uh, Bertie Carville's Banquo is fantastic. You can see his uh, conflicted, uh, the, the conflict he has because obviously he's very close to Macbeth, but is suspicious of what's happened after the king is murdered. Uh, like I said, Henry, Henry Milling is Malcolm. Uh, he's a, he's a, he does a good job in the movie as well. As I mentioned previously, Catherine Hunter is fantastic uh, as the three witches. Brendan Gleason is King Duncan, who's he's a great actor. He's in it, obviously, for a very short time because we uh, he gets murdered early in the film. This is not a spoiler, obviously, if you know anything about the story. That's what sets everything in motion. Corey Hawkins, which I had seen, um I only know him. I know him from two things. He was in Straight Out of Compton. He played Dr. Trey, and I know him actually for the the spinoff that lasted one season of 24 legacy. He was the star of that, but I know he's a very, um, very seasoned, trained theater actor. And like I said, the, 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 the cast from top to bottom is fantastic. Uh, it's just, it's well acted. You know, when you have the, 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 The prose, the Shakespearean uh, story—you know—it's—it's—it's—it's difficult, I think, for actors to do unless they're experienced Shakespearean actors. So to pull that off, I thought the cast was fantastic. There was no nobody in the cast that that I didn't think was uh, fantastic. And like I said, what's really great about this movie and what really makes it move—I mean, I think it's very intentional that uh, Joe Cohen decided to call it the Tragedy of Macbeth to put that entire title into the movie because it's really. Descriptive of what the movie is, because basically what happens is the the, the initial murder just sets in motion just a series of tragedy after tragic event that just kind of spirals out of control uh, to its inevitable conclusion. And like I said, it's it's well acted. I was riveted throughout the cinematography, the set design, uh, the sound, the music, the editing is all top notch. It's phenomenal. I highly recommend this film and like i said if you are a shakespeare fan i highly recommend it i think you'll enjoy this adaptation if you're not a shakespeare fan i i recommend it as well i think it's a good movie to watch if you haven't been exposed to shakespeare at all cuz this is a like i said this is a pretty exciting story and kind of you know palace intrigue so like if you're a fan of you know i, I won't say game i would say game of thrones cuz people knows knows what that knows what that show is uh but it's just you know palace intrigue really and but more of it is a just a tale of when you make a bad decision, the ramifications of that decision and the kind of a domino effect of what ends up happening because you think you're getting something that you wanted and it ends up backfiring in all kinds of ways. So at the end of the day, that's what this movie is about. And it does a phenomenal job of doing it. Like I said, it uh, it flies by. The cast is fantastic. All the technical work on the movie is fantastic, and I think it's a a brilliant and I'll say the word debut uh, for Joe Cohen as a solo director. And I'm not surprised, like I said, the, the Cohen brothers are some of the most innovative, creative, uh, quirky filmmakers that are that are around. So uh, I definitely highly recommend the tragedy of Macbeth. Uh, I am going to give it four and a half Van Goghs out of five. So on that scale. That's almost perfect. I think uh, it's it's a phenomenal movie. It's a movie I would see again. And I highly recommend it. I think you will enjoy it very much. The movie is currently uh, streaming on Apple Plus. It is playing in theaters now. I don't know how long that's going to be the case or how widespread it is. But uh, if you do have Apple Plus, it's streaming there right now. That's where I saw it last night. So I definitely highly recommend the tragedy of Macbeth again, that was written and directed by Joel Cohen and uh, stars Denzel Washington and Francis McDermott, along with a fantastic cast of actors uh, in this film. So again, uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth, I am giving four and a half Van Goghs out of five. So my current episode that's up now is my review of the new screen movie. So check that out. Uh, I enjoyed it very much. So check out my review there. Again, you can find this podcast wherever you get podcasting. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, whatever app you use. So, again, uh, the show is on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, Castbox, Amazon Music, and Popbean. You can get it at any of those locations. Uh, also, like I said, you can watch the video version of this podcast on the show's YouTube channel, which is Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. It's also available on the Facebook page, which is at Let Me Bend Your Ear. Uh, the show is also available on Twitter. My handle there is at Benjure EarPod. The show, when it's live, if you happen to be live on Twitch, it's there as well, at Your EarPod. And again, you can watch or listen to any of the episodes on the website. I direct you there for anything you need, if, especially if you want to download the episodes at your leisure, if you do not use a podcasting app. Again, that website is LetMeBendYourEar.com. And if you want to email the show, if there's a movie you want me to review, if you want to talk movies, if you have a question or a comment, please uh, go there. The email is bendyourearpodcast at gmail.com. And again, the two things I would ask, if you are a new listener, welcome. And I hope you continue to listen. If you are a regular listener, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming back to continue to listen. Uh, so uh, I do appreciate that. Every download that I get, I appreciate very much. And like I said, if, uh, if you can do one of two things or both, if you... Uh, listen on a podcasting app if you can rate and review hopefully you give it five stars like i said the more ratings and reviews a show like this gets the higher in search results the 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 show will appear in if people are looking for a new movie podcast and secondly if you see my, me on social media specifically on uh, on twitter at bend your Earpod. If you see me post, I always post when new episodes are up or my video episode there. If you can like it and retweet it, share it with your friends, I recommend this uh, podcast if they're looking for a new movie podcast. Like I said, I'm looking to build and grow the show. So if you could do that, that would be fantastic. And again, um, I'm, I do my shows live. Uh, if you want to ever come on and you happen to be live when I'm on, just hit me up in the chat. Just pump, say, hey, I want to come on. We'll put you on. Or if you want to type in a comment, I'll respond live as well. So again, This is the Let Me Bend Your Ear podcast. I am Frank, the host of the show. This is where I discuss movies new and old. I really appreciate everybody that's been listening. And uh, I don't know what the next episode is going to be. I know for the last two episodes I've said Defending Your Life, the Albert Brooks film. I'm eventually going to get to it, but there's other movies that have been popping up. So like Tragic of Macbeth was available. So I'm like, let me check this out because I was really excited to see it because I am a huge Denzel Washington fan. So I was happy to do that instead. So we will eventually get to Defending Your Life uh, and uh, review that because I'm looking forward to it. That'll be a rewatch for me. I saw it in the movies, but uh, I got it on Criterion. So I want to watch it and then I'll review it for the podcast. So again, I want to thank you for listening. And I hope everybody has a fantastic week. And I'll be back soon with another new episode. Take care. Have a fantastic week.